Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. Um, I'm back after my uh, incident with Wisdom Tooth. Um, Do you feel wiser? Uh, not really, no. We'll get on to that later. The second, the second one of us to be out with a tooth injury this season. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. So, Baron. Well, I was effectively out with a gut injury last week. Oh, that's so. true, yeah. <laughs> We're all having them at the moment. You should just let people know what you had for tea that night, because I do think that adds an element so to your for, for those of you who don't remember, uh, last week I was uh, I was the unfortunate recipient of the, the forfeit, and it was my first taste of chilli, and uh, it was pretty hideous, to be honest. It was a, a bottle of chilli, and it was pretty horrible, and you can see the video in the, the podcast from last week, but... To follow that up, my girlfriend promptly made fajitas that evening, <laughs> so uh, my stomach was not particularly well settled that is, the evening. It took a couple of days. That is amazing. That's that that's, that's so unfortunate. I think the last time I did chili, like, I knew it was coming, so I just said to Emily, like, "You prepared, didn't you?" Yeah, I was like, "Well, I had breakfast like properly, like I had yeah. cereal, made sure I had some milk in the morning, yeah. even though I don't like milk. I just got it in my system." And then Emily was fully aware that we are not having anything spicy for several, several days. So yeah, you, you've kind of. Been a bit unlucky there. Well, it's nice to see you made a full recovery. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I can laugh at it now, but at the time I was pretty miserable. Yeah, so we've all come back from our injuries. So, yeah. <laughs> unlike Fantasy Premier League this week, lots of rotation. Unlike mm-hmm. us, we're back to full strength, but um, lots of rotation this week. And we should probably crack straight into where we always start, which is this week's forfeit, which is. Um, what should we, we, should we build the drama? Well, we decided this week that it was going to, well, rather, you guys decided, because I was in bed mm. with my tooth, that it was going to be a combined uh, mm. score over game week. Uh, 13 and 14 um, and obviously most people by this point will be fully aware of what happened in, in game week uh, 13 from their own perspective in mm. terms of where we were all at I was on 62 points uh, you were on 58 Baron is that yes, correct? Yes that's right Yeah, you were leading us going and Jack was on, I was on 52, 52. Yeah. Yeah. so I had a 10 point lead over so Jack was lagging yeah Jack was but I mean you know, 10, 10 points isn't, it wasn't a massive gap no. it, was, it, was just, it was comfortable but so not massive it's enough to make you feel nervous though, yeah. going into the uh, it, sort of, it, was, it was enough from Dave and I to feel going into the second week like why have we doubled this up Jack yeah. could have easily just had this on well, one week when we say why have we doubled this up I was like why have you guys doubled yeah. this up <laughs> <laughs> That was that was the most well, not to say frustrating thing. I, I when you said it, I was like, okay, that's fine, I'll accept it. But it was the only way to do it, really, though, wasn't it? I, I, mean, I do understand. Could, well, the alternative was that we did a forfeit for thirteen and fourteen on this podcast. But of course, you wouldn't like that, Jack, would you? Because you'd have been doing a forfeit, <laughs> and I would have won a game week. <laughs> well, anyway, Damn. so um, you can sense from David's tone where we're going. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so on Tuesday, um, obviously, um, Harry Kane was my captain. You guys had Salah. Yes. That's correct. Um, so Tuesday wasn't. But Tuesday was actually a great night for me because um, I was I was playing foot, put, football myself and actually had a really good game. I, I, I scored four goals. I scored the winning goal right near the end that was kind of like that that Van Persie goal where he, he played it from about Ooh. 30 yards round into the bottom corner. So it was a great game. I had a great night. And so then it was like, oh, right, there we go. Did I'm you feel a, a bit high. let down by Richarlison? Well, so then that's what happened. I then I finished football and I look at my phone and I have no goal notifications. Uh, and I was just... Because basically, Richarlison, I was going to bench. And then basically. I, I, I thought Wilson would have been in, in the running. Yeah, but then because Bournemouth are playing Burnley, and Burnley have just been knocking out clean sheets, and Burnley and Bournemouth have had a couple of home blanks mm-hmm. against teams they should be beating, um, you know, I basically went with Richarlison. Because Richarlison has actually done well against the big team, so I'm thinking a relish the occasion. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been as good at Vicarage Road as he has been away, but, you know, United are still playing without Jones, so I would have expected them to be, you know in a situation where they're going to concede some goals. And obviously I sold Lukaku for Morata, which I think we all did, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, well, you already had done, but yeah. um, me and Baron did that as well. And um, 
Yeah, so to see them 3 0 up by half time, I was just like, oh. I, I really back Gross to do something as well. Yeah, well, I'm Gross right, against home Palace. To Palace, like yeah. stats just stack up to a big Brighton. Well, win. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that night I had Palace Kane, so bad Richardson, and, um, and Gross. And yeah, so Palace, uh, Brighton was was just a dud. And mm. Watford, obviously, in the end, got some goals, but nothing it's through all, Richarlison. It's, it's, all, it's all about Decore. Yeah, when exactly. they score two and Richarlison's not involved, like if I had Richarlison, which you know, I weighed up because I played the wild card, but like it would just hurt you, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, when he's it, so important, he's delivered them. something in one, two, three, four. So like, I think it was seven in eight. Mm. He delivered something, and then for him to deliver nothing in a game where they scored twice was just so frustrating. And obviously, Kane was my captain, so. Because the thing is, right, going into game with 14, I was thinking, right, so it's either going to be Morata, Salah or Kane. And basically because I thought that Salah was heavy rotation risk because obviously was it Firmino and Mane were yes. rested at the weekend. Chelsea, so I figured yeah. if he's going to rot- start those two and bench Salah, it makes total sense. And Morata, I, I kind of again suspected that he would play because they have no alternatives. Mm. Conte had said he would rotate, so he's more likely to rotate Hazard. But if he does rotate Hazard, then Morata's probably not going to deliver very much. So... That's why I didn't go with those guys. Kane, however, was almost definitely going to start. You know, they don't tend to rotate because, as Danny Rose quite rightly pointed out, they don't have a great deal of uh, strength and depth outside of fullback. And um, yeah, so it, it just it made more sense for me to go go with Kane. So to come and see that they were two 0 down as well, just oh, the dread emoji. I sent that several times into the group chat, which I know Baron rather enjoyed. It's just, it's just. Oh, it was a game. You get, that you, was, get fa- you get a bit. Of, I mean, we're going to get onto this, aren't we? So I probably won't ask now. But I mean. The Harry Kane thing. I mean, we're going to get on to Harry Kane, aren't we? I'm going to keep him, but I'm just uh, captaining him just is really he's risky. Such a boring option, now, isn't it? Harry yeah. Kane, like he's just it's well, just the odd goal and everybody else is just blitzing him. Well, I know, I know there are riskier strategies, but I, did, I don't take risks. Moment, is it? That's the problem. I don't take risks. No, and had I taken the risk on Salah, which you guys did, and it looked like it wasn't going to work because he was benched, which is what I suspected. But then he scored twice anyway. It's just when you, you ca- tell us that <laughs> when, when, when you captain a midfielder, the which is why the risk is strong. Yeah, then you, you end up with a lot more points, well, don't you? So? That, that was, the, that was the, 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 the two opposite ends of the spectrum for me because mm. I, I captain Sane on Saturday, Saturday Sunday and yeah. got one point. Yeah, so, so you, you came into, didn't you, midweek because your, your weekend was pretty much. I mean, would you put it all on Sane, really? I mean, you put a lot of faith in Sane, and that's the reason you were sort of lagging behind Dave and well, I. Saturday night, I was, I was well ahead. My, my, my team so actually did right, quite yeah, well. Saturday, you were really so my, my team would do. I had quite a few clean sheets. Norton, nine points. Firmino, eight points. Loftus Cheek got seven. Kane got eight, so I was really optimistic, and mm. I was sure Sané was going to do something. And I had Jesus as well in my team. Yeah, and I was so. And we confident. all thought Jesus was going to play, didn't we? I was so confident that I was going to. I was even debating taking a four point hit for this game week, yeah. you know, thinking about the forfeits. Yeah. I was so far ahead of you on that yeah. Saturday night, and then I waited, and Sunday was just absolutely. <coughs> yeah, I mean, obviously Sunday was when Sterling got that his was, uh, highest points that was my of the season. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you captain didn't you? I just. Yeah, I did. I mean, um, he he got me he got me thirty points earlier in the season. Oh, captain. that's true. So yeah. he got twenty six on Sunday, but that did, did. I mean, again, as it did the week before with with Salah uh, digging me out, Sterling dug me out of a massive hole. So that sort of got me ahead of Jack and a little bit behind Dave still. So that, mm. that was a big big help. But you, your captain picks up been sensational. I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is. It is. I mean, it is. I mean, is like the season in general. It's been scary. Well, with these picks. I mean. I think I've had I had Kane twice and we hit twenty or twenty six. I've had Salah on thirty two and twenty six. I've had Sterling, Sterling on twenty six and thirty. Yeah. So the last three weeks, you all, I mean, that, we all know. I mean, long term captain picks it goes a long way to your season. Your best score is the last three weeks, definitely, isn't it? 
I mean, might go back even further than that, but the amount of times you picked your best. I score think you should change your nickname to Mr. Captain because, like, you literally <laughs> picked the right guy. It's been digging me out, to be fair. And that's yeah. that's what's actually been so frustrating for me this season is that I, I think my team is is good. I've never looked at my team any week and thought this is a bad team. It's just I get the captain pick wrong every week. I don't think there's always a player in my team that scored more points mm. than my captain, and it was someone I was considering, which is which is frustrating because it's just like you feel like you can't get it right when you keep getting. David's it wrong. after your Mr. Emotional title, I think. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. <laughs> well, we'll get on to that. Be now. interested by the end of the season if we've, if we've all changed our nicknames in some way by the end of the season. I don't think I would have done that. No. I'll always be mm. the gunman. A quick well, mention for Loftus Cheek as well. Yeah. yeah. That was Jack yeah. and Mine's transfer. We both brought him in. And I was worried because obviously when you don't have him in all you season, do. he's threatened, isn't he? And everybody's yeah. talked about him as a four-five option, and we just got on him before he backed We're his first. Pop, and, we? and now he's four, and now he's four-six. Yeah. So, so he's not four-five anymore. Um, but speaking of me being emotional, let's get on to Wednesday night. Um, unfortunately. And yeah, it basically just—I I can't be asked to drag it out. It just imploded like ridiculously. Like it, it was—it started well because so just to help everybody out in the in the back four, I had Pope, Ward, Daniels, Otamendi, um, I benched Yedlin, and obviously Jones. I'm fully aware is not particularly active right now, so I benched him as well. And let's be honest—I mean, most like everybody had it down that Burnley Bournemouth was just going to be just like a boring nil-nil yeah. and you know obviously Baron plays well and brought in Tarkovsky and Pope as well so you know you know, Mr Captain had predicted that as well mm. and it was, just, it was just looking like that's what it was going to be so and, and basically if one team was going to win it because of who you had I needed Bournemouth to, to win it to a clean sheet because yes. I had Daniels and you didn't yeah. and basically in a space of about oh, let's say what 10 minutes it went from well, actually, one of so Bournemouth conceded in the first half, didn't they? So I just kind of wrote that off, and I was like, "That's fine, as long as as long as I keep the Burnley clean sheets, that's a differential on Jack." And then, so in the second half, Bournemouth went and scored, basically broke the Burnley clean sheet. Otamendi, then everyone's like, Otamendi scored! And I was like, yes! Oh, I'm safe! That's so good, because obviously at home against Southampton, I'm thinking, goal, clean sheet, three bonus points, nailed on. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, no, it's been, it's gone down as a Van Dyke and goal. I was goal. very quick to point that out to you on our, on our little well, yeah, chat. Well, because that's the thing, is basically City themselves tweeted, because I wasn't watching the games, I was I was watching TV with, with my wife, and just had, the, this is what kind of annoyed me, was I was having a nice evening, and just had the, the FBL no, just right there, it. just like, with his middle finger stuck up to me, the whole time and um, yeah so so on TweetDeck it was telling me that Otamendi had scored and um, so yeah so then Sky Sports said it was a Van Dyke own goal mm-hmm. then um, FBL were then saying that it was a De Bruyne goal that came up on Sky Sports as well um, assisted by Jesus who you obviously have Jack and like it was just I mean there was a lot of hate because Otamendi like uh, last couple of weeks he's had a couple of incidences where he's touched the balls or people have believed he touched the ball and he hasn't been given the points for it and I know there's a lot of high profile FPL accounts out there FPL Flyers is one of the people leading the charge to say that Otamendi is just unfairly losing points what I will say is that obviously because this debate obviously swirled around and actually Fantasy Premier League to be fair they took their time before they put the official tweet out confirming who got the goal but obviously in that moment you're like this is massive for me because six points for Otamendi who Baron has now sold on his yeah. wild card is humongous and I was thinking oh come on please 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 so I quickly went on Twitter, looked at the video of the goal, and he he didn't touch it. So the so way he celebrated as well really made you think it as well. Yeah, like, well, he, the way he was celebrating was like, oh my god, 
There's, there's no there's no wonder that the City official account were thinking that the general, as they call him, had scored the goal. Never have but, I liked Otamendi more than. When but I you know, you. obviously, the, but the thing is, it was over. It was so much confusion. I mm. think that that was what the that was what kept me going was there was just hope there because I thought well maybe they might give it to him and people were saying well how can you because like Van Dijk definitely touched the ball. There's no denying that he touched the ball and basically what people were sort of claiming was that you've given a goal to De Bruyne that's taken a touch off Otamendi and a defensive flick off Van Dijk has touched two players after it's left De Bruyne's boot why be giving it to him but as I said on closer inspection Otamendi didn't touch it so I, I, I haven't had a chance to see where the ball was going after it whizzes past Otamendi so whether or not it's an own goal I mean it doesn't none of us have De Bruyne so I guess it doesn't make a difference but, um, but then you must have been for as angry as you were then for, for to then lose the clean sheet as well yes oh, well I mean sweet well, well that's the thing so then five minutes later it, it, it all just swung again because Jack you needed to swing ten points on me Southampton go and score and then um, um, City were banked for a exactly and then and then Pickford yes. who's in Jack's team Pickford saves a flipping penalty I mean that's when you know it's not your night yeah exactly. well, the, the, basically City conceding and the penalty were like basically instantaneous <laughs> with each other oh were no 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 sorry um, the Burnley clean sheet going and the Pickford save they were literally the within swing. 10 seconds of each other so it was literally just I, they both appeared at the same time and I just Oh my Laptop days! Down. Yeah, I, not not quite. Yeah, Our favorite man is coming in. Yes. So so then so then what happened yes. was, um, so I'm already thinking right. Well, it's tight now, and Salah still hasn't come on yet. So I'm thinking, please, Salah, yeah, just yeah, come yeah, on for exactly, five minutes, yeah. get Jack two yeah. points, and we'll be fine, right? And then so then what happens is then C- City concede the goal as the oh. Salah emotion comes up on the Salah oh. gif, I should say, comes up on Liverpool's, and I'm like, are you joking? So at that point. I just slammed it shut really? and I threw it on the floor and I was just like, "F this!" Um, no, no, I'm not, no, not anymore. So <laughs> I, I almost, didn't even. The temptation to drive around to David's house, get out, knock on the door, just celebrate, and then run back yeah, home. So I didn't even know that Salah had scored twice until like half past ten because I just literally turned my phone back on later. Yeah. I just turned my phone off, threw it in the corner. I was like, "I'm just going to carry on watching Jessica yeah, Jones and my wife." Your yeah. Like you know, because it was a good episode of Jessica Jones as well. We're, we're proper getting through the Marvel stuff. The Netflix shows—they're great. Just want to just sort of divert away from my yeah, yeah. my sadness for a little bit, you know. I was enjoying that, but so but thanks FBL for to- ruining my toys, evening. Toys well and truly out the pram. Oh, and point. then so then you then uh, well actually it wasn't about half past ten. It was maybe about five past ten because you then messaged me saying that Sterling had scored, and I was just like, so you, who the, the hell the fact, cares? The fact you didn't care about Sterling scoring just showed how annoying. Yeah, and also well, it's because well, yeah, Sterling's you, obviously in my team. Nine points goes a long way. You don't have him. And you were like, oh, he scored a goal. I was like, I don't care. Salah's in your team as well. That's the funny thing. Well, yeah, I suppose. That's what's so funny. Yeah, but the thing is, he's in your team twice. Yeah, so that's that's the point. So that's but that's what I mean. That that is the hardest part when you've got someone that you're your rivals and captain yeah. it just it just destroys so, you um, so I, I wasn't really privy to any of this so I, I had gone out to see Greg Davis last night at the pavilion so I got, kind of took the opportunity to kind of steer clear of the results and was going to watch um, match of the day later and I managed to dodge everything I saw a few half time scores uh, from the 745 games and yeah there wasn't much going on in the 745 games and I was thinking alright I've got a good chance of a few clean sheets there but I need a few more goals and I knew that Hazard and Salah weren't starting and the fact both of them weren't starting did bother me a little bit. I could have coped with one of them. I was thinking, but but they are so good, they could come on and they could destroy Stoke and Swansea. So it's a lot of money though, isn't it, to have on the bench? It, it really was, and I knew I only had Loftus Cheek and Mariapa on the bench, and I was just I was panicking a little Mariapa bit. Mariapa on minus one as well. Yeah, and I was I think I was I think 
going not without knowing what was going on. I think my hopes were pinned on Alonso because I know neither had Alonso. Alonso has got massive potential to score big. I was thinking, mm. if anyone, he's my big differential. But you had the pressure at Wildcard, didn't you? It always has the pressure. You want yeah. them to do well. Well, I mean, use the I've, I've been tinkering with it since the Friday night, and when you two both came online and said, "Wow, Baron's team scares me," I was a little bit happy about that. <laughs> like that was just a little bit. Oh, scary. I've got it right. I've got it right. Thank God. So, um, so I dodged it all and watched match today, and I sort of had it. I didn't look at the message or anything, so oh, I was right. watching match today fresh. And because match the day sort of does the timeline differently, obviously. Yeah, so yeah. I started with City and Sterling scoring. Ah, I was thinking, right. oh my God, Sterling, look how late he scored again. This is incredible. And I think that's something. a differential on Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the big Otamendi one, of course. I mean, when, when he nearly yeah. scored, I was thinking, he's going to get 15 points and I've just got rid of him. Dave has killed me on that. And didn't get it. Clean sheet went. He's I was literally like, wow, like this has gone well. Inches away. Inches. Just, Im- just imagine a parallel universe where he's literally, he starts his run like oh, 0.2 seconds before and I'd have been clear, I, I think. And then it was the Everton game next. Then I knew when Pickford <sighs> got the penalty save and I was like, oh my God, Jack is going to do me on Pickford as well. Like This is terrible. Mm. And then it was the Liverpool game and that's when it kind of became clear that, oh wow, wow, like he's literally come on for 23 minutes mm, and still got 13 points. Like, what a player. Well, FBL managed Love to him. steal a couple of his bonus points again. Did they? Yeah, because, I mean, there's a bit of a debate. and we may, we may talk about it in subsequent weeks, but there's a lot of debate, again, from the high-profile accounts who... Oh, I've seen that. They hate BPS, don't they? Well, basically, people who shoot more and miss more are going to lose bonus points more than someone who shoots less and misses less even if they're getting less shots on target. So it's a big debate because Salah obviously shoots more than anybody, mm. which is why he's scoring so many goals. Mm. But it obviously, the law of averages says he's going to miss some, miss some shots. So, But hey, you know, you, you guys don't care. I mean, you know, you've, you've both got a great score out of your captain. No, no, he's gone up to 9-8 as well now. And yeah. the fact, like, having since the start, he's from 9 flat to 9-8. I mean, that's incredible yeah, rise. And then after that, I mean, obviously, I was when Chelsea played, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was hoping Hazard would come on and do something. Morata was pretty poor, to be honest, but everybody's got him. Um, Alonso obviously got a clean sheet, and I, think, I mean, apart from Salah, I think the best thing was the fact that um, I got a few clean sheets from my wildcard team, and I've found wildcards um, clean sheets so hard to come by. So it was just such a relief to actually. And Mustafi was like, just what a beast, getting a bonus point in a five 0 win without scoring or assisting. What a player! Yeah. One thing we should actually just remember to point out, and I just this is me clutching at straws before I did my forfeit. Is Jack? Would you like to talk about who you were supposed to start in goal? Well, this is the age-old debate. I was, I was, um, well, I was off to Yeovil on Tuesday night to cover Plymouth Argyle in the Checker Trade Trophy, and I was planning to bring Foster in, West Brom's Foster. Well, for, he was on, he was on your bench. He was on my bench, yeah. and I was supposed You're to bring him in for Pickford, over. as Pickford obviously conceded so many goals yeah. in the last week in, in in Europe as well. And I thought, no way is he gonna is he gonna do well against West Ham with David Moyes going back to Everton. Yeah, and I thought they'd be exactly. fired up, um, and the, definitely see it's a winnable game. But I forgot to do it before the deadline, and I messaged David because. You tweeted something, I can't remember what it was, you tweeted something, and I, I saw it and I was like, balls, I've forgotten to, yeah, yeah. Cap, I've forgotten to bring was in Pickford. That was a tweet where so, someone, had, uh, someone on an official FBL thread had basically, someone had posted their team and someone mm-hmm. responded to it and said, who the hell has Pickford in their team? Like, why have you got Pickford? And it was a well-liked comment. I understand why you've got Pickford in your team, I do get it. So I'm not, this is not uh, an endorsement, no, no, I'm not Donald Trump. I'm not going so, to lie though, He's he's been on my get out list for a long time but I've just had yeah. other fires well I basically more, just more, I retweeted more, that more tweet to you and said Jack there's a question for you I it's think. not like us yeah. to miss the deadline either we've no. all been pretty good at no. making sure we get stuff done I don't know if for now but I was, I was mm. waiting to weigh up who I was going to pick yeah. I don't think either of them would keep a clean sheet and I just well Foster made more sense of course because you know Newcastle have just out been form. a bit out of form so that I mean that just the reason I've mentioned that is because that's what makes the fact that I'm doing this forfeit so more frustrating is because had you actually looked at your team and remembered to sort it out you wouldn't have started Pickford and he was I think I still would have I think I still would have beat you though 
So, so in it the end, been closer. Yeah. So for yeah. people to know, so over yeah. the two weeks, Dave was 111. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't actually done the maths. Jack was 123, and I was 125. So. So Dave, yeah, so if people haven't worked out yet, Dave is on yeah, fourth for duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, now you've said the numbers, I hadn't bothered to add it up because I'd literally just rage quit. So was it, was it Pickford was the difference then because that's 12 points and that's how many points. You were 12 points, points so. ahead, yeah. yeah. Okay, it was then. Yeah. So go Very on then, good. lads. What is my forfeit this week? So your forfeit this week, have we decided when he's going to do it? Are we going to do it straight away for a I few minutes? I don't know, yeah, and just see how, okay. see how long he lasts. So the world record of putting pegs to your face... Oh, okay. It's 104. We thought we'd try and do a bit of a fun one that's okay. not going to kill anyone. I actually did this yesterday with Georgina. Really? So you've been in training. He's got his skin nice and stretched. Yeah. And ready you've been in training. So we've, we've she got finds some it, She finds it really funny. So. I don't know the best way to do this without making too much noise with the rustling, but here's your pegs. You just oh, want right, ones. Those might get yeah, yeah. But these are the same ones we got. Pin so. as much as you can count your face. 104 is the record. You've only got 40 mm. there, so you're not so going to beat that. Is there a time limit? Uh, well, it's as quick as you can, really. So, well, quick as I can, what? Get 104 on, on my face? Just, just, just as many as you can on and keep you on for a few on. minutes. Okay, it's impossible. Okay. Um, and we can, carry, we can move well, on. Yeah, well, yeah, well, what do you want to talk about? Because we've kind of covered most of it. <laughs> we could be, well, the, 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 I think... Well, Baron, why don't you talk about your wild card? Yeah, the, that, because people don't the, know what's in your team. Thank you. That's the, th- that's the thing that's been interesting me. I've actually yeah. quite a lot well, of Because obviously people have been following what we've been doing. Hold on, I'll just say this out. People have been following what we've been doing. They know who's in our team, but they now don't know who's in Baron's team. It was really, really hard not to tell you both. Like I, I thought I've got to give you a bit of, a little bit more clinical and a bit more sort of um, deceptive in what I'm doing. Uh, so I, I didn't make it clear. Yeah. So, okay. I, um, so I activated it immediately. I, I knew the Chelsea fixtures were coming and I thought, right, that is my opportunity. I've been waiting yeah. for this obvious window and that is the obvious window. And I thought, I'll break my team. Jack and Dave are going to have to break their team to get Hazard and Alonso in. So just do it. Do, do our card. So I activated it on Friday night. Did five or six transfers to make sure I beat the price rises. Hazard and Morata, etc. So I got them all on their cheapest prices. Um, and in the end, I think... The, 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 I'll, I'll talk through my team then. So um, Roy Hodgson threw a spanner in the works and dropped Speroni at the weekend, which at least gave me a warning that Speroni may, not, may no longer be a, an active four million goalkeeper. Mm. So... At the very last minute, I thought I can't take that risk, so I went with um, so I went with Pope. So I, I had to I had to spend a point six more. So I got with, gone with Pope. I kept Elliot. Uh, I brought Tarkowski in because he's four. He was four or five when I got him, and Burnley's fixtures are very good. Uh, Shkodran Mustafi. Um, whenever he played, he hasn't, he hasn't played a lot for Arsenal because he's been injured. But whenever he does play, they seem to get clean sheets, and he's, he was quite cheap at five three. So he was a cheaper option than Otamendi. And that allowed me to bring in Alonso. So I got Alonso in, who is 6'9", but Chelsea's fixtures are outrageous. And hopefully, I'm getting clean sheets and goals out I, of Alonso. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, because he's, is he the most expensive defender in the game? Equally, with he, um, with Asperkata. Was there uh, anyone else that you were debating to bring in if you got a cheaper defender? Or was what, did, did that influence you at all? I, I think the obvious person I haven't got that a lot of people do have is Richarlison. And I don't know why, but I think Richarlison is going to be the one I'm stubborn with this year. It's, it's just, it, I, just don't, I just don't get it. I mean, I, he, I know he passes the eye test. He looks very effective. He's very dangerous. He seems to be fixture-proof. But his underlying stats just, just don't quite do it for me. And at his price point, it, it was effectively either Alonso or Richarlison. Mm. I could have upgraded Chupo Moting to Richarlison, but then I would have had to downgrade Alonso. And I think Alonso is going to have a goal threat and he's going to be picking up the clean sheet. That's the thing. Chelsea's fixtures are so good. And his Watford's goals, aren't, aren't great short-term. Yeah. So that was the one that most surprised me, I think, out of your team because we've we've talked a lot about expensive players yeah. on this podcast, haven't we? Yeah, I think I think it, I think it was because of the fixtures, really, and I think Chelsea Chelsea's fixtures are just they're, they're, um, they're uh, having wow, a, this is impressive. Having a beard, it's quite helpful. Definitely watch the video, people. This is yeah. very impressive. Yeah. 
I, I actually like I probably look stupid but I'm actually impressed with how many I've got on because yeah, it's going to be interesting so yeah so I, I've got Pope Elliot I've got Tarkowski Mustafi Alonso I've got Lewis Dunk because he's very cheap he's 4-4 amazingly at 4-4 and Brighton's fixtures are very very good and I've also got Mariapa who thankfully has, has materialised as an active four million pound defender Mo Salah of course was going nowhere I've had him since the start so I've had I got him at 9 million and he's now 9-8 which I'm very proud of I've got Sterling who who has now materialised as the best City attacking asset I would say Sané's gone off the boil so I would say Sterling's the top pick Hazard for obvious reasons great fixtures great form I got Loftus Cheek the week before at 4-5 he's he's unbelievable at that price and Chupo Moting plays as a striker for Stoke stats aren't great fixtures aren't great but for that price point there's not many that can compete with him in attack, interesting. So this is why sort of my, my big enabler is Umar Nias. So I've, I've spent five million on uh, Nias, who is a bargain bucket striker. Wow. Um, so I, I brought yeah, Nias okay. in in order to save money for for the other players I've mentioned. So he will come in, and I, I think Nias will play will play quite a lot mm-hmm. under Allardyce. I think he's clearly their best striker. His his stats don't lie. He's got a lot of goals for the match time he's had. Uh, I've got Morata, of course. So I brought Morata in for Lukaku. Thankfully, Lukaku has dropped out of form at the right time. So Morata has got the fixtures, and as we've seen, he and Hazard play very well together. And also, you know, with an Allardyce team that's struggling, they tend to lift up, and yeah. if they're going to lift up, it, it seems to be a good time. Goals. I mean, it's, it's yeah. well timed. And at five million, I don't mind benching him occasionally. So even if he doesn't play, I don't mind benching him. And of course, I've kept Kane. So I mean, I was, I was, I mean, my, my team value isn't as good as Dave's, and I know Dave, you know hasn't had a chance to use his wildcard with such good team value yet. Yeah, yeah. But the fact I've got you know Alonso, Mustafi, Salah, Hazard, Sterling, Kane and Morata all in the same team, I'm very, very happy with. Yeah. The other question I wanted to ask you, again, we've talked about this a few times, did you want to use a wildcard anyway? Was it because you knew it was going to expire? Or would you have used it if, if there wasn't a time limit? Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think because I've had a couple of wobbly weeks, you know, the last two or three weeks, you two have, have made some good ground on me. I've had a few more forfeits than normal. I it felt as if my team was reaching its natural sort of the end of its life, if you like. I mean, I still have yeah. the likes of Carroll, Atsu, uh, David Silva's price was plummeting and he hasn't quite looked as effective lately. Lukaku's the big one. I mean, he's, Lukaku's dropped out of form and it was the it was the push really from, from Chelsea's fixtures. It was just such an obvious way and the fact Hazard was in form, it just made sense to break up the team, get him in without a hit. Um, and there's just a few good teams with great. I mean, like Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, and City have all got really, really good fixtures for quite a long time now. Mm. Um, and one more question I want to ask you about your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. wildcard team is because there's such a quick turnaround at the moment. Is there already mm. someone from your wildcard that you're looking to get rid of for this yeah, weekend? I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think with your wildcard, you don't want to mess with it too quickly. So I mean, I think I'm okay for this weekend. I'm, I, my defenders aren't great. I think Mustafi. Uh, Dunk and Mariapa have all got quite tricky fixtures, so I, my defence may be a little bit weaker. But you know, I've got I've got good midfielders and good strikers. I mean, Nias is at home to Huddersfield this weekend. I mean, and he's available again, so I mean, he could come in and bag five million. So I'm hoping I can go back to how it was at the start of the season, where I'm rolling over transfers and having two free transfers next week, perhaps. But um, it's exciting. I mean, it's nice having these stick and fast game weeks. I mean, we've already yeah. seen the rotation, haven't we? I mean, the rotation is going to kill us for quite a while. Make a break, although it didn't it work in our favour yesterday. It did. I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we, we can go on about Salah Fraser, but for, come on for 23 minutes and do what he did. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Anyway, anyway. so Dave, all, all 40 pegs yes, are on your face. You've got all 40 on. You've yeah, ran out of pegs. So I, I feel bad I should have bought two packs, shouldn't I? Yeah. I'm quite well, impressed. Can I take them off now? <laughs> yeah, we've got pictures of you. Yeah, you we, we, need, we need Dave to be able to talk, don't we? Oh, so. exactly, yeah. 
How was that as a forfeit? Not one of the worst. Well, I'm sure it's very visually embarrassing, but I just want to look at the pictures. It's pretty cool, to be fair. I think it'll be something people will be I'm impressed sure Gina will like it. Oh, she probably won't know it's me. It's a good 40 on there. That's, that's Yesterday, all she did was just put it on my nose. You look like oh. something out of Star Trek with all those pinch marks. Yeah, I know. That's what I was worried about halfway through. I was like, I'm going to look awful now. <laughs> but hey, it's a podcast, so, you know, it's not... Well, I mean, there is video, but... Um, right, so have you, have you guys finished uh, procrastinating whilst I pinch my face? No, we finished all my uh, Baron's wildcard. We've all said how scared we were of it, and it looks a good team going forward. I mean, we, we, all, we all like praise off each other when we can get it, and I did, I did feel quite good about myself when you two rated it, so I'm, I'm quite pleased with it. So yeah. it's just nice to finally use it, knowing that I haven't wasted it. And it's and just while David's taking off the last few, I would like to point out to people that are listening, I mentioned it to you that I'm, I'm on my best run of the season in terms of lack of forfeits. You are, yeah. The week, the, the week before Halloween, the week before Halloween, the rap is the last time we did a forfeit. So, so I'm five weeks now. I'm, doing I'm well. quite, I'm quite content. It's the most content mm. I've been this season, and you know what that was like from the start of the year. Well, I think that you thing the one I just had is, that was the end of my longest run. Mine was four weeks without a forfeit until today. So and that one. Oh, still got one left. There you go. <laughs> my face has gone numb now, so I just have no idea the left on. Well, congratulations uh, for getting all well, forty on. Yeah, well, at least I get to achieve something. You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. So we always like to follow uh, particular members of Jack's family, especially his mum. And uh, <laughs> on the, we should mention for, for fancy football at home. Yeah, take off a restraining order. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, we went. I, I must admit. So when I did, I did the plan for this on Tuesday before the Wednesday night games, and uh, I used the template from a previous week. Notice I'd left Jack's mum on the on the thing. I was like, all right, I'll just I'll just cross that out because we hadn't really had a chance to research it. But then Jack pointed something There's out to me. There's been a development. There has been a development in the Jack and his mum story. And Jack, <laughs> would, you like to, would you like to tell us what, what has actually happened? And would just like to say that I'm, I'm allowing you to have this moment. I think you should remember that I allowed you to gloat. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's nice to uh, have something to gloat about for, for once. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've, we've spoken about the fact that I've got my own league that I started with 20 teams in it, which is quite good because I always like having 20 teams because it's like the Premier League. I was quite battling relegation not long ago, and now I'm up to lofty heights of seventh, battling on the verge of Europe. But more <laughs> importantly, I have now overtaken my mother. I'm, I'm being very careful how I word this. <laughs> I've now overtaken my mother in the FPL table. You are no longer. I am now 12 points clear. Oh, okay. So you're now on top and of up you to seventh. You're no I'm, longer I'm, I'm... underneath your mother. I'm, I'm... She's not on top anymore. <laughs> She's got Ty being on top. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Baron. I think, I think you'll find you're on top of David. So. <laughs> oh, he's, on top, he's on top of everyone. Uh, I'd be like dominating. Everyone <laughs> is underneath Baron. <laughs> oh, the, you just never know which, which um, path this podcast is going to take. But I, I am top of my family tree as far as FPL goes now. So yeah, I'm quite happy and long may that continue. So this feature can no longer be a part of the podcast going well, forward. We'll see. I mean, she, uh, she, this week you got 71 points. Uh, she got 38. And she did actually have your best boy, Decore. Um as you do as well. She got Mon- um, uh, Monreal, so she did sort of capitalise on that Arsenal clean sheet. Uh, Aguero was her captain, so I mean, as we said before, we think she hasn't touched this in a while. Oh, actually, no, she made two transfers this week. She made two transfers. Did this she? Week. Yeah, yeah, she did. Wow, we can just, uh, an active player. Apologies to sort of work this out live on a podcast, but let's just. Let's just <laughs> if you go, go down to the bottom right, and you can click oh, on the transfers. Oh, of course, can't you? yeah, the yeah. Secret, let's, the, let's, secret, the, 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 the panel you two think is secret. Your family? Do any of your family play? No, no. Oh, I'm the only football fan in my family. So Sermon and Ward came in for Van Lepara and Lascelles, which is a good transfer to be fair. Sermon's quite a niche pick, you know. For them to know that Sermon's a decent pick at four seven. Well, I mean. On on the on the topic of family members, I have a family league which I don't know if you've ever seen before. You probably haven't bought. Is it on with Christian Atsu? No, that's my that's my church football league. Okay. Um, yeah, hence the pun. 
No, no, no my, my family league is a little bit embarrassing, and I hope they're not listening because because I just I stash them every year. And to be fair, like <laughs> yeah. Dave just takes great pleasure in just like, ramming his football knowledge down his family's throat. Well, I mean, no, well, they're all very they're all very knowledgeable about football. They're just they're just well, they don't put as much time into their fantasy Premier League teams as I am able to with my job. So it, yeah, it's called it's called Major League Monday Hambling Hugging Soccer. It's it's fun. You don't want to get in the character limit. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, and because uh, it involves my cousins as well. And yeah, I am currently over 100 points clear of second place so wow. yeah it's that's why we just never really mention it because it's not really yeah yeah it's so, worth so, so so mentioning that the uh the monday comeback that you were harping on about two weeks ago it might well actually i didn't harp on about it first the first i'm led to believe you did mention the monday comeback in a private convo with jack I can't remember. I thought I did. Yeah. It. I thought it was in the group chat. Well, we we have yeah, we have discussed the person it. who uh, yeah. who coined the phrase was actually Barry. It was me. I coined yeah. the phrase because I was giving you. I was giving yeah. you right quite yeah. a phrase yeah. at that the time. It's just as we like with our three way. I do like just like when the opportunity you have arises. Have you word that? <laughs> <laughs> dominating our three way. Bringing it down a peg or two. Talking yeah. of, talking of time put into teams. Um, just briefly, like yeah. on the wild card, as you probably know, that the wild card is one of the biggest decisions you oh, make yeah. all season. Like. You would be sickened at how much time I put into that. <laughs> I was looking at like, the underlying stats of people like Milivojevic. Like, oh, wow. That is how disgustingly detailed I went with it. Maybe you should be the stat man. It took so much I'm time. I'm getting so emotional. Like, Lauren lost me for like five nights in a row last week. Just <laughs> looking at stats. Me and Baron take a lot of a lot of uh, pleasure out of the fact that we know that how angry Dave gets. Yeah. Uh, and the rules are reversed. We, we almost, Monday meltdown. We almost want to bring a new. I think a new topic is called the Monday meltdown. Yeah, I think that so that needs to be a new topic. Well, you, got, you guys are welcome to do that topic whilst a I'm Mondayometer calming down. And how angry he is this week. Well, yeah, but we'll tell you what, if it happens again this although I'm not here next week, so you won't be able to do that. If, if, if it does become a feature, I would just kindly request that I'll be allowed to be out of the room while I do it, because I probably <laughs> will. Up to another I, w- I will turn into the Incredible Hulk. You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. So we always like to talk about uh, questions that uh, pull into the future, and we've got some big questions this week, as ever. Um, most of them kind of focus around the Tuesday night games, but of course we can talk about the Wednesday night games mm-hmm. as well. Um, the question number one is, will anyone get Romelu Lukaku back? And the reason I ask this question is, obviously, he's very much out of form. He's got Arsenal and City on the horizon, who we can probably all put a life savings on. He will blank in both. Mm. But then United's fixtures get kind of after that. And uh, whilst they're not on the same level as Chelsea, they are still very, very good. So are there, is, we'll tell, maybe I should change the question. Is Lukaku or any United attacking assets on your radar? Not at the moment, but you can never say never in FPL. We know, uh, what two months ago, we were raving about how well Lukaku had started the mm. season, how people couldn't afford to not have Lukaku, how mm. him and Kane were must-haves, and things change very quickly, especially for Manchester United. They can go from playing some of the best football you see in the league to some of the worst football, not being able to string a couple of chances together, or, or passes, so let alone chances. So he's not on my radar whatsoever. I think Kane, he is frustrating at the moment, We've all, we all know that, yeah. but... On the whole, he has far more chances than Lukaku does. I'm not looking at stats to back this well, up. He's more ruthless, yeah, he does, I think, yeah. it's probably. Because actually, Lukaku had quite a fair amount of shots against Brighton. I think he had five, and he just scuffed them all. Have, you, have you seen the Watford highlights? I haven't seen them yet. Oh, no. he, he had like a guilt-edged one-on-one, and he took chance, forever yeah. to hit it, and yeah. it just summed up how he's been the last few weeks. I think, and speaking as someone that didn't have had Lukaku instead of Kane for so long, yes. out of the two of them, I would say that Kane is... is, is Worth the money more than yes. Lukaku because he has more well, chances. He's still He'll still score goals. I yeah. think Lukaku, and especially Ibrahimovic back, we don't. You know, there's pressure on him now. There's more pressure mm. than has been on him for the rest of the season. Well, I think the key is is Kane is a good example because Spurs aren't playing well. Kane is still scoring. He's got two and two. 
which you know isn't great if you've captained him, but you know it's still something. Whereas United have actually played relatively well in the last two games, won both of those games, and Lukaku has delivered just an assist. You know, if you if if United score four goals and your eleven point four million now asset he is isn't really getting involved, maybe it's time to look elsewhere. What is worth saying is that I think that I would probably be more likely to get Pogba in than I would be to get Lukaku in because Pogba obviously it kind of comes back to that whole midfield debate, like you know you guys captaining Salah is 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 devastating because I haven't, but even more so because I captained a striker. You obviously get more points out mm. of him for that. Um, you know, with Pogba, you get more points out of him, and you know probably closer to bonus points being able to able for him to earn bonus points because he's going to miss less chances because he's going to get less but he is quite ruthless and gets involved so I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to get Pogba I'm definitely not going to get any United players for the next two weeks but you know long term because he's cheaper <coughs> than Lukaku and if I, if United were playing some good football I'd probably look at getting him in I've, I've always been a really really big fan of Mourinho's especially when he was very charismatic at Chelsea a big big fan when he first came to the Premier League but even I now I'm wavering a little bit with him I just find him so boring and negative and loves parking the bus and this season started so brightly you know they were, they were hammering teams weren't they you know, mm. what, he, he said he let the horses run free yeah. uh, it was after the Swansea game yeah. and I, I understand that he's got to keep it tight against the bigger teams and it, but it just feels like it's taking them a little bit longer to, to go back into that attacking mode yeah. the Brighton game I mean Forgive me. Was it one nil in the end? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they beat yeah. Brighton at home one nil, and it was an own goal. Yeah. You just think they just just don't, just don't look particularly interesting. And, and even at Watford, you know, Lingard and Young pretty much cleared up. Yeah. I mean, even Pogba wasn't particularly great. I mean, Lukaku got an assist, but that's not enough for an eleven five, eleven four, sorry, now striker. So at the moment, United just look really dull. When you look at the teams, I, when you think of each player individually, I can't think of any of them being better than some of the players I've already no. got on my team. And, um, They're so inconsistent. In playing my wild card, I was well aware that I was basically leaving myself with no United attacking cover and no Arsenal attacking cover. And, but United fixtures helped because it made it a little bit easier because they've got a tricky short-term run. But even longer yeah. term, I mean, even Pogba, I mean, I just... I just can't see yeah, the I mean, consistency. I mean, he said his, limit, his minutes are going to be limited at least for the next few weeks. And at that price point, you've now got Sterling firing again. Um, yeah. I, I think at some point, we inevitably will have to get on United again. But at the moment, definitely not Lukaku for that price. Well, Unless Morata gets injured. Because he, this, Lukaku is probably still a better option than the City strikers because of the rotation. Mm. Well, you mentioned uh, a chess player there. So it moves quite nicely onto our second question. Mm. As much as United seem to be the flavour of last month, flavour of this month, and seemingly for the next two or three Mm. is Chelsea and obviously when you've got a team on that kind of run I know that not everybody likes to stack so to speak and get as many people in your team from one team as possible but um, Chelsea obviously so popular how many Chelsea players do you think is the ideal number to have in your team and Baron obviously you've just wild carded so we know what you think Yeah, I've Um, I've gone with all three yeah I mean I've um, I just I find that the the fixtures are so hard to ignore they're so much better I mean I know FPL is not played on paper and we, and we all hate and upset we regularly get trolled don't we by <laughs> FPL with the various fixtures but I mean they've got Newcastle at home West Ham away Huddersfield away Southampton at home Everton away Brighton at home Stoke at home I mean they could easily all be 2-3-4-0 wins you couldn't really ask for a better run could you? No Exactly and, and, and I know I, I have the benefit of the wild card I know it's very difficult if you haven't got the wild card to get people in especially Hazard but if you can you have to I mean I've got Alonso Hazard Morata and I feel. I mean, I know what we we've quite often. I mean, at the start of the season, especially, I was quite low to get expensive defenders, and I got Valencia because United had great fixtures. And normally, I, I quite like the idea of jumping on four or five defenders because they represent good value. You mm-hmm. can you can Rotate mix them. them around, drop them in, and drop and drop them out. 
but you look at Alonso. I mean, and it was I, I actually got rid of Aspilicueta as I, I had before uh, my wild card, and um, and it's just I've never had Alonso. But you look at his. I mean, I was watching the highlights last night. He was in the penalty box, like <laughs> yeah. when the when the crosses were coming in from the right. He was in the box with Morata. He paid that money for like, his positional. He's uh, going to get six like points for a goal. He's going to get all the clean sheets that they get. I mean, that's why I went for him over people like Charleston. Just, just if my maths is correct, I just looked, and mm. your free choice players amount to twenty eight point three million. Yeah, it's expensive. Just free players. Yeah. Does that add a lot of pressure for you? Do you think? Do, 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 are they most at risk? Well, fact, I mean, thankfully, I look at the rest of my team. I'm quite happy with the rest of it. I yeah. mean, for instance, when Hazard got rotated last night, I didn't bother me that much because I had so much cover elsewhere because people like Sterling are just an absolute yeah. steal and Salah obviously as well so doing cheap. very well so, and you've still got Kane in as well haven't you yeah so, so I mean I, it's a good question but no, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not too bothered I mean I'm, I'm hoping over the longer term period people like Conte can't afford to drop more points so he is going to be loath to rotate mm. them thankfully Chelsea are already through in the Champions League now mm. so he will get the opportunity to rest his big guns and in the Champions League games being injured as well means that Morata's unlikely yeah, exactly. to get rested so in I mean, league you're, games. you're looking at, at worst you're looking at either Hazard or Morata you, if Morata gets dropped out you might play Hazard false nine which is amazing for people with Hazard yeah or you drop out Hazard and you keep Morata because he brings Pedro in. So well, it's interesting you mentioned Morata and Hazard because that seems to be the way to go. A lot of elite yeah. level managers are trying to get both because, as you say, they're playing up front together. And if they if one of them gets rotated, the other one will probably still play up front anyway. Mm. Currently, at the moment, the number of managers who have both is just four point three percent, which fills me with confidence. Which is great for you because mm. I mean that number will slowly increase, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, you know you're in ahead of the grain. You know if if they are delivering in the same game, you're going to be plummeting up. The, oh, sorry, you're going to be soaring yeah. up the um, the ranking. So it seems to be a good combination. I would I would love to have Hazard, but I just can't without the use of a wild card. I can't see how I'm going to get him in without roll transfers. Or roll some transfers and maybe wait a few weeks. But you know whilst who, oh, we're doing I was going to ask you that who because. Your midfield is is it's there's no real weak points, no, but you but have the, spread the value quite. Yeah, I mean you've got Gross, Richardson, and Chupo Moting. It, it is becoming difficult, and I have created myself a little bit of a problem because this week it was, um, I had to choose between either Chupo Moting, Wilson, and Richardson to to uh, to rotate. Yeah, and uh, in the end I chose to bench Wilson, which to be honest it didn't matter who I benched because all of them no. didn't deliver. But you know it is creating a bit of an issue, and if one of them was Loftus Cheek, then. It would mean that I would probably be able to put some more money in elsewhere to to maybe get someone like Hazard, but I want to keep Sterling and Salah, so I don't know who I'd upgrade. So it would require a, a serious, serious surgery, moving money yeah. around. So get, and it would get... be a long term thing. It would take me maybe three or four weeks to do it without mm-hmm. hits, and by that point, Hazard might not be worth, it might not be viable anymore. And also, it's not just that other things might go wrong. People might yeah. get injured. So yeah. it's, it's, that a four week so time is never easy to do. I mean, is it? So if so, would you? If you if you let's say you you, know, you looked into the future and it went as exactly as you wanted it to, would you look to maybe like basically add five million onto Chupo Moting, turn him into Hazard and, and create that five million from other positions? Yeah. Well, I have actually got quite a fair bit of money in the bank because I, because okay. I sold Lukaku and got Morata, so there is money available. But I don't know. It's, 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 it's tricky. I mean, actually, Hazard. what I would love to happen is either Sterling or Salah to get injured for the end of, until the oh, end of the yeah. season, so that I can get Hazard yeah. in without an issue. Mm. And yes, he becomes less of a differential because other people flock to him. Mm. People like you who've already got Hazard and Salah can then turn Salah into someone else. Yeah. But it just there's so many options out there. It's just it's so difficult to do. But you know what? What we talked about. Um, we want to be chucking Chelsea players in a team that a lot of people have been trying to jettison players from is Tottenham. And I did a story on the website uh, yesterday. Suggestions that maybe the only person worth having is mm. Kane. Would you guys agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I think we spoke about that a few a few a few weeks or maybe a month ago now that the midfielders just weren't Ericsson cutting. Ali. I had, I had, I had Dyer, Ericsson, and you had Ali, didn't you? And they just they just weren't cutting it off yeah. regularly enough. And 
like you said, when you've got the likes of Sterling and Sane and, and players like that in for a similar price, because mm. Ericsson must have dropped in price a bit, but he was 9.4 nine 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 four four now. Yeah. He went up to like 9.8, 9.7 yeah. a couple of months ago. That's ridiculously expensive how poor he's been in, in recent times. But when you've got Sterling, that you, you could save so much money on that. It's, it's almost ridiculous how much you could save on someone that's in the form of his life. Yeah. Seven consecutive blanks for Ericsson. And I'm, I'm just crazy. I wouldn't have thought I'd have said this a few weeks ago, but I'm, would, I'm leading to more, would be leaning more towards getting rid of Spurs players and bringing some Arsenal players in. because Arsenal's fixtures are good and they're in. They're in form. I mean, yeah, you've got Urzel last form. night. Urzel was insatiable last mm. night. Yeah, yeah, he's banging the goal. The, the one I was looking at, especially with the wild card of mine, I did look at a lot of different teams, different players. Vertonghen does look very good on paper, but Spurs have stopped keeping clean sheets. Yeah. Well, that's the key. Is like, if I'd brought him in, the last two weeks are dreadful. So Spurs have kept just, I think it is, one clean sheet in their last. Shows how important Alderweireld is. Yeah, well, absolutely, and. Um, you know, defence is obviously an area that a lot of people... Because at the beginning of the season, if you take it back, we were all saying they're probably you need, you need one Spurs midfielder, definitely Kane, and a Spurs defender, be that a full-back or a centre-back. And um, Ben Davis obviously was largely popular. Mm. Trippier, when he came back from injury, was the same. But, you know, there's too much rotation yeah, now at full-back. You know, it, uh, what I would say to you, which, as I said in, on the, in the article as well, and I'll say again now, if you've got any of those full-backs, get rid of them now. Why because you, you never know where still? they're going to play. Um, you, you know, obviously on Tuesday night it was Ori and Rose. On Saturday it will almost certainly be Davis yeah. and Trippier. But when the game's come thinking fast in Christmas... You just don't know who's going to play. But Alderweire blowing out is clearly a big issue. issue. Um, so, you know, don't have him because he's injured and don't have a Tongan or Davison Sanchez because for six million, you aren't going to get any clean sheets. Right. So it really does not seem to be a good idea. I mean, whereas Kane, as we've said already on this podcast, even when they're not playing well, like Goals they did against West Brom and against Leicester, he still scores. So. And come the end of the season, he'll be up there with the most We all know that. Yeah, so we've touched on that a lot of times. Patience, isn't it? And, and you know that more than anyone. You two, you've had him for yeah. the whole season. So yeah, you, have, you have to cover him. So he definitely, definitely should keep. Harry Kane. They're seventh in the table, Spurs. I saw the table last yeah. night. They're seventh. I mean, at some point, Potter will come under pressure. I mean, you know, in, in this, I, mean, I wouldn't put him under pressure. You know, in this day and age, yeah, of course, there will yeah. be some Spurs fans already calling well, for. Well, Daniel Levy has uh, been they, ruthless in the past, hasn't he? They've so. had some. They've had a really bad run. How many? How many? Transfers we said they need another world class striker. Yeah. They're going to compete. Yeah. Lorente is, is not good enough. They need someone else. When you compare Imagine the teams that they're Sanchez battling for Champions team. <laughs> when you compare oh. the teams they're battling for for a Champions League place. I mean, okay, Chelsea don't really have a lot of attacking options, you know, apart from Morata, but it's, it, they need strengthening, and until they do, I don't think mm, it's worth mm. having many of their players in the team. You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We've got some questions from the community, as ever, and uh, I always like to say that they're generally better than the questions that I've said. They're always a little bit more interesting. So, um, a question from Shah is this week, who says, should I keep Jones for game week 15? If not, who is the best defender priced at 5.5 million and below? Baron, is, put his hand up. Uh, oh, you, I mean, you will have your opinion on it with, with it being Jones. I'm assuming it's because you've had bigger fires to put out. But yeah. yes, get rid of Jones because he's injury prone and they're going into a very, very congested period. So even if Jones is fit, there's no way Jose's playing him every single match. He'll be he'll be playing every other match at best. And just the obvious replacement is Mustafi. He's 5'4". Mm. His fixtures and form are incredible. He got, we've mentioned it already, he got a bonus point on Wednesday night in a 5-0 win without any attacking returns. I mean, the guy is just... He's for his pride, I mean, when I was doing my wildcard, when I saw his price, I just thought, get him in. He's just, it's just, I mean, that would be my answer. I mean, that's, that's quite straightforward, quite a quick one. Well, I mean, obviously, I've, I've got Jones. Yeah, what's he, your take on well, it? Well, I, I, I am sort of tempted to keep him because, or rather, I might wait until the presses this week okay. to see what Mourinho says. Because if the thing is, it's a, t- it's a tough game for United, but... 
we have seen them, if Jones is fit and playing, we have seen them keep clean sheets against Liverpool yeah. and, and free-scoring teams against Spurs. He loves that bus. So, he, yeah, he loves parking a bus and Jones basically is the bus. Driver. And a lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot of people... <laughs> he is the, yeah, on, on the floor, like prone. Like making slight tackles ground. with his face. You know, a lot of people... It's widely accepted this year that actually when Jones hasn't played, they've looked shaky. Yeah. He has played well. So he is still in my mind to keep and which is why I've not sold him yet it's not because I've not necessarily because I've got bigger fires I mean I was actually quite happy to make two three transfers and bring in Callum Wilson that felt like a luxury um, not so much anymore because he hasn't done anything but you know he's, he's stayed there because I still think that even in those tricky games so like De Gea for example I'm still cons- he is still potentially going to start against Arsenal because uh, Burnley away against Leicester, you know. Leicester, Leicester. are resurgent. Exactly. So you know, I, I'm a bit, a bit, a bit unsure. And there's a differential for you now. Absolutely, yeah. And and what happened when they played Liverpool and everybody, me included, benched the United defensive assets. They kept a clean sheet, and the people who kept those players starting in their team soared up the ranking. So you know, when you're trying to make ground, obviously Baron is a bit further ahead of me now than he was before. They're still in my frame of mind. One other replacement I, I, I could suggest, Mustafi obviously is actually a very good suggestion, but Andreas Christensen has actually yep. now started four games in a row for Chelsea. So a lot of people will be listening to this podcast and hearing all of us say, get Hazard, get Alonso, get a Morata, because you need Chelsea players. And they'll sit there and go, well, I haven't got the money for that. If you feel that way, then someone like Christensen can get you in there because David Luiz is injured. He's started four games in a row now. He's started if, six if, games this season. He's not going to get you any extras, but he's just going to get you that. If I had that as my wild card, Christensen's a great shout. I mean, if I didn't have the wild card to bring Alonso in, Christensen's a great shout. Yeah, because he, he's, he's, he's 21 he, yeah, and look, looks nailed on now. Yeah, so he's potentially a good, a good idea. What about you, Jack? Have you got anyone you would suggest? Well, I'm, I'm the same man. I, I brought Mustafi in this week for, um, for, for Maguire. And yeah, his, his, he's not paid for very much. He gets six, at least six points most of the time. Yeah, he's, all he the times he's played. Long term injury, isn't he? But when he yeah. plays, they're, they're really solid and when he plays. The point that we made earlier on the fact the fact is he, he, got, a, he got a bonus point when, when there were five yeah. goals in a game yeah. that they won 5 0. So really impressive. I think Arsenal are in an upward turn. I think that they're performing well together at the moment and they seem to be a very confident team, probably mm. more so than most others in the Premier League, I'd say. Because when they lose against one team, they could lose against anyone in the Premier League, no matter how bad <laughs> and they, they play. They, they, do, they are like a team of flat-track bullies. Yeah. Like they do love playing the smaller teams, just playing them off the park. Yeah. So, yeah, Mustafi, I have to agree, Mustafi is the one that, although, <laughs> now we've got him, you don't want people to bring him in. But <laughs> don't don't, don't that, bring him in. That is, that is the one. Well, I may have to. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, question two is from Shane, who says, shall I get Ashley Young? Simple question, Good yes question. Because no. he's five, 5 million, two assists, two goals in three games. Yeah, so he was 4-9. But he's 5 million at the start of the season, of course. For, for, that, for that price, I mean, it does make it worth considering. I mean, course, his, yeah. his underlying stats aren't bad. I mean, we've just talked about United cover. There's not really, I mean, we've mentioned Pogba perhaps. I mean, I, I, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, no, I probably won't. But, either, but. but you know, I, I think it's certainly worth considering. I mean, when you consider that he's cheaper than cheap promoting, he's cheaper than gross, yeah. he's cheaper than a lot of other those budget midfielders. You know, and is the thing it, is, you can say fashion a panel you like, but as I said, it's two, he gets forward. two, I mean, two assists, two goals, fullback. six bonus points. That's just in the last three weeks. Not much in the weeks before. They got an assist against uh, Crystal Palace in game week seven. So, but that that could answer the first question. If you're getting want to get rid of Jones and still want Manchester United cover, then maybe Ashley Young's well, the I mean, he's a midfielder. Problem, the only problem is actually is, oh, is, is he a midfielder? He's Sorry, a midfielder he's on the game. If he's a defender, he'd be unreal. In yeah. the game. Sorry, well, I thought he was in defence. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get him next season when FPL look at him and go, yeah, he's definitely a defender. Make Josh six five defender. Or, the Josh yeah. King scenario. Yeah, well, exactly. Final question then is more speculative, um, but it's something that I've sort of looked at already. Uh, Reese has asked, will West Brom be worth looking at from a FPL perspective under Alan Pardew? 
I mean, we'll come to you first, Baron, because obviously yeah. you have experience of your own team being managed by him. Yeah, I, Starts I, very well, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I don't rate him massively. I think Long term, anyway. P- yeah, people like Pulis and Allardyce, when they come in, I, I feel a lot more different. When they come in, I, for instance, if the question was about Everton, I'd be like, yes, look, look at John Joe Kenny before he rises. He's 4-3 and Sam Allardyce is going to get them so solid. But for, um, for Pardew, less so. Uh, he did very, very well for Newcastle, of course. He got us to fifth on what now transpires to be an obscenely small budget with a very, very difficult owner. Um, so I would say no, no, really. I mean, I, I, I do you not think, think they all release the shackles on the attacking players yeah, a bit more than Pulis did? Possibly, yeah. I mean, that's for, the for reason Phil- for the for last season. Phillips was very good for us last season. Yeah. He was a good price, attacking midfielder. I really don't. Rondon has just been. Oh, I just, I've never rated him at all since he came to the Premier League. Rodriguez doesn't play enough. He doesn't look like the man that he was at Southampton a few years ago when he was on the Before verge of going to the World Cup with England. Um, Obviously, they've got a lot of defensive midfielders, which I wouldn't touch. Chadley seems to be in and out of the team with injury. Uh, McLean isn't assured of starts. Brunt's injured. Um, and the defence are too, too expensive. Yeah, that's, um, that's definitely true. The, unfortunately, for all their, all their defence were boosted to £5 million this season, weren't they? So, I mean, with the exception of Hagazi, of course. As yeah. I was going to say, I mean, Hagazi, if you were going to look at somebody to bring in under Pardew, then it'd be Phillips or Hagazi. But Phillips, of course, is injured now. <laughs> so Foster's dropped to 4 4. I mean, yeah. Foster isn't a bad shout. Yeah, a lot either. of people have been uh, touting Foster. I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, certainly I'm not going to go anywhere near them just yet because I don't really like. A lot of people said their fixtures are kind, but I actually don't really think that they are particularly. Um, and obviously Christmas is going to be a bit of a nightmare and of course when a new manager comes in you don't really know who's going to play I think I might start looking at them in January, February when the team has settled down under Pardew and you know we've had a chance to assess whether or not he has had the opportunity to just get the best out of some of those attacking players because you know he is he is more likely to play attacking football than Pulis was. Wasn't he? I think there's there are just better options for every price bracket for most West Brom yeah. players. I just think there are some players that are good in every every price value if you look hard enough. Mm. You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're back with Friday Night Deadline. Which and the sound effects. And the sound effects are back because I'm not ill. So, yes, uh, so the quiz will be more audibly exciting this week. Um, so what, what we're going to do is we're going to revert back to what happened two weeks ago mm-hmm. because last week, as we know, we're left with a cliffhanger, so to speak. We don't know who's won out of uh, Richard and Jack because uh, we, we, admittedly, all of us had never thought that we would need any kind of tiebreaker. So those of you who want to know what happens there, you'll be able to find out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you were fed slightly erroneous information last week when Jack said I was on holiday this week and not next week. Yeah, I apologise for is, that. What's uh, your thinking? <laughs> <laughs> it is the other way around. I... If you couldn't tell, if you couldn't already tell, you couldn't already tell. If you couldn't already tell, I am here this week, and uh, next week I'm, I'm on holiday. So that will continue next week, which means we revert back to what we had before, which is Baron obviously beat me quite easily last time. What was the score again? Four I, one. Yeah, four one. So I now have to play the boy Jack. So Baron, if you could take us away. Absolutely, yeah. So we have got questions one to twelve as normal. Uh, again, I've completely lacked the, f- the foresight of thinking you two may well tie. So let's hope <laughs> you don't tie. Um, uh, do we have a? Um, uh, and the uh, the sound effects are still there. Do we? Um, do we have? Uh, who, who goes first? You can go first, Dave. You want I'm, I'm just going to re- ref- refresh oh, yes, my memory. True, yeah. so, so that is time out. Correct answer. Correct answer. That's if you miss your penalty and lose. Yeah. That's if you score your penalty and win. And an incorrect answer is... That one. That's the one, yeah. yeah. I did wonder what that one was. Yeah. There we are. Oh. So, I'm pick- I'm going first, am I? Uh, so, can yeah, I have question fine. number nine, please? Okay, so, 
Oh, yeah, we need to get time, don't we? Okay, so who is the cheapest player among the top 10 highest scoring players in the game so far? Pascal Gross. Oh, straight. That's not a good start for me. <laughs> Six million Pascal Gross. Top 10 highest scoring players, and he's the, by far the cheapest. I was looking at that yesterday as well. I'm so happy that that's... Oh, yeah. he's been doing his research. Well, not, not, not on purpose. I was just uh, doing research. Yeah. Just admiring article. the fact you had Gross. Yeah. Well, well, probably, yeah. <laughs> Gone to Jack. Number one. Okay. Mesut Ozil was game week 14's highest scoring player. What's his current price? Oh. Oh, 9.3. Has he got it right? Oh, my days. That was it. That was a guess. Oh, that was a three. I looked at him. I would, just, I would have guessed at 9.4. Oh, that, that, one. that is ridiculous. I know an answer and get it right, and he guesses. He's Pickford all over. on fire. It's Pickford all over again, like accidentally getting things right. Okay, let's have question two. Okay, so Wayne Rooney was the highest scoring forward in game week 14 with 15 points. But how many of Everton's 14 league matches has he started? Ten. It is 11. Oh, come Ooh. on. Do I not get like a, you can be within two or something? I said a price range, but I didn't get any leeway. Well, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, go on then, Jack. Number 12. Okay, so who is the only player with more than one own goal to their name this season? Hagazi. Oh. That's wrong. I'd... Is it Dunk? Lewis Dunk, yeah. second own goal of the week. Against one. Manchester City and Manchester United. Yeah, the two, United, two Manchester yeah. clubs, yeah. So I it's 1-1, one, one, two questions down, four each to go. Question three. Mohamed Salah notched another 13 points in game week 14, despite playing just 23 minutes. How many times has he now appeared in the weekly dream team? Eight. I bet it's nine or seven or something. Five. Oh, really? Wow, okay. Five out of 14. Wow. Because he, he's double-figured um, four or five times, isn't he? Mm. Five times. Oh, I'm going to lose something else I this feel, week. I feel, I feel a bit less pressure for this one. Uh, seven. Jack has not owned Leroy Sané long, but how many points has the German delivered for his team? Fifteen. Is it ten? Eight. Oh. Because he got you seven, seven and, and then one. two. Oh, and then one. Oh, of course, yeah. I thought he, he got, got the yellow card. Seven in the first week and then one. But he's my captain, wasn't he? Yeah, captain yes. one point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, remind me of the scores where we're at. So <laughs> it, it, it is one-one. After three questions, it's halfway through. Yeah. Okay. So cool. we started well and we've, we've dropped off a little bit. Okay. So let's have. Is question ten available? It is. Okay. I have question ten. Okay. Who is the most selected defender in the game? Stephen Ward. David Monday takes the lead. I don't like this. A key point in the game. I only know that because of the research I was doing yesterday yeah. for Arsenal. Oh man! Finally, the planets have aligned. Twenty-three percent, twenty-four percent, something like that. He's, he's, he's gone past the Gazi. Yeah. What numbers are left? Okay, we have four, five, six, eight, or eleven. Six. How many goals were scored in David's team in game week fourteen? Three. Was it two? Four. Oh, was it four? Oh, no, Salah Sal Sal two, Kane, 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 Kane,
Sterling got one. Sterling. And Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Oh, okay. So 2 1 after 4. Damn. 2 1. Damn, two to play. Oh, so come on, they go, they go 3 1 up here. Oh, please. Please go 3 1 up here. So okay, what's left? What's left? 4 5, 8 or 11. 4. Who is the most transferred. Sorry, yeah. Who is the most transferred out player? Do you want to just close your? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh. Just in case. Sorry, sorry. It's on my transfer. <laughs> He's had his laptop open there. the whole oh, time. He only just accessed it for <laughs> yeah. the, the gold, didn't he? <laughs> Who is the most transferred out player going into game week fifteen after surprisingly missing out on his side's match day squad last night? The Orsani. I wouldn't have got that if you hadn't no, said that, a bit that, about yeah. he's missed out on his squad. I didn't want to make it too difficult. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you. Well, thank there, you very there much. Was a, few, a few of the questions. <laughs> oh no! Oh, come on, come on. So if he misses fast. this, is that me winning? Over. Oh yeah, I'm gonna hover my hand so over it. The best Jack can hope for is a draw now. Oh, finally! What, 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 okay, you've got to be happy about. five, eight, and eleven. Eight. Okay, of the top ten highest scoring players in the game so far, who is selected by the fewest teams? Pogba. So Pogba's nowhere near the top ten high scoring. Oh, I finally won something. Raheem Sterling. Really? Fourteen point six percent. I would have said that. Yeah, because because he was in a lot of teams and then he um when he was doing very well, well rather he scored like two every game, and then he got sold probably about six mm. weeks ago by lots of people. He was benched for a game. Well, so probably I went would to rather sign. this was three two than four one. I don't want, I say so, so what is it? Three one. You've got five and eleven left to make it four, possibly one. Okay, let's go for number five. Oh yeah, you're going to probably get this as well. Uh, Who accumulated more points in November, David or Jack? Me, as in David. Yeah, that is correct, and it's four one. Jack to get to make it. Rather than go, I'm just going to be relieved. I just, oh, thank goodness I won something. Right, go on then, whatever this last one is. Okay, name one of the two goalkeepers credited with assists this season. I know one of them. Gomez? One of them is Joe Hart. Yeah, the and the other one is Lusso. Of course, yeah, yeah. 4 1. one. Well, at least I won something. That was a hammering, wasn't it? And the great thing is that means I get to do a quiz again. That was the main thing is I love right, writing the questions. I haven't first, written one since the first time we did two it. weeks' time. Yeah, so, yeah, two weeks' time, I'll be able to do a quiz again, finally. Is, well, that, the, is that the midweek? That's the midweek one. It is, yeah, it will be another one. That's correct. So it'll be on a, on a Thursday again. Uh, but oh, I've, I've won my quiz. I'm very happy. It's first, first quiz you've won this season. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. So we'd like to end the show with our stat of the week. I would just like to say, Jack, I enjoyed yours last week, so well done for keeping that tre- uh, uh, trend going. This week, um, look away now if you are an owner of either of these two goalkeepers. 1.6% of the top 1,000 managers played game week 14 without a goalkeeper because that is the number of people who had Rob Elliott and Julian Speroni mm. who got absolutely shafted in midweek by Cursing rotation. Cursing keepers. And we've all been talking about rotation. So, I mean, what I would say is let that be a reminder to you that Christmas rotation is already here yes. and not even the goalkeepers are safe. So do definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, obviously, Christmas, as we said, is coming along. So we will have some articles on the website in the next couple of weeks about how to manage that. As ever, we've got articles this week. Very quick turnaround again. I only wrote uh, who to sign for game week 14 like less than 48 hours ago and I'm writing another one uh, for the website for game week 15. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. We'll be talking about who can be a captain as well. And if we get time, we'll try and second-guess the Man City team, as we like to do, try and do. Um, 
we always say if you've got some ideas for some forfeits please we beg send them in because we are starting to get to the point where we're thinking we might even have to make the forfeit a monthly thing mm. just so that we can definitely have, still have some so if you have any ideas that aren't too devilish and don't involve either throwing up pain or humiliation although maybe one of those three do get in touch um, and we'll see you next week thank you for listening to waiting on the bonus points we're always happy to help you out with your FBL team so if you have any questions for our panel follow or tweet us at FBL underscore herald ik wilde alle alle nieuwste telefoon niet omdat het moet nu bij Tele2 de Huawei P20 omdat het kan voor een genadeloos lage prijs check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou niet omdat het moet maar